0: Hey, what's up, world? How's everybody doing out there? Well, we are going to continue on with our series, uh, Grace for the Race. We're actually up to part three. I hope you got a chance to listen to part one and part two. We kind of laid a foundation in part one talking about uh, that there is a race for your life. And um, in part two, we went into more details uh, talking about the race being yours. Well, in part three, uh, we want to spend some time talking about how this grace race has been set for you. So I don't waste any time because I'm really getting excited just thinking about all the things I believe I'm going to share with you on today. So let's buckle in and get started. Okay, let me read this to you. It's Hebrews chapter 12 and verse one. Now this is the amplified version of the Bible. It says, therefore, Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have by faith testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that has been set before us. The NIV version says, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us so we've been talking about having grace for the race first of all we know that there a race absolutely exists for us we know that the race is ours but now we got to know wait a minute the race is actually set Meaning, there is a pre-designed course for each one of us to be walk, running on. It's a it's a specific plan, and it's intended to get you to a purposeful and intended destination. So the Bible is basically saying, "Listen, strip off everything." And you ever wonder why sometimes runners are, you know, wearing like skin tight type clothes or? They look almost like they might be naked, but they're not. And I'm not asking you to get naked, but God is saying, listen, you've got to strip down to what's bare minimum. We don't need any unnecessary weight on you because I've got a course for you to run on. And I think about this course and I don't think about it like a sprint. You know what I mean? I don't think about it like a hundred meter dash, but I think about it like a marathon. And God is like, I don't need any weights on you because you've got to go the distance. I've charted this thing out. And not only that, he's saying, listen, you've got to have some perseverance in the distance. You know, runners that run marathons, it's like, you know, they know how to pace themselves. It's like you get going, you know, you get your speed, but you know what? You don't want to extend too much energy in the beginning because by the time you get to the end of the race, guess what? You done ran out of gas. So it's like I've got to pace myself every stretch of the way, every mile, every marker, every place that I have to possibly get water to get refreshed, pause for I got to endure the course. And I know many of us are running And we're on a race. Whether you think you are or not, you are absolutely on a race. You're either on a race against time, especially if you have not given your life over to God. Listen, he's got eternity in mind. I want you to know that this race does not end here on earth. This race is going to carry you into heaven. But many of us, some of us, even if it's just a few of you on here, are running your race against time because time has become an enemy to you because you don't know that eternity is your destination. But when you know it's your destination, you've got an extra bit of fire. You've got an extra bit of gas in your tank that's still ready to say, yeah, I can keep doing this. I can keep going. I can go forward. So there's a course, let me tell you the first destination, the absolute, the ultimate destination God wants us going to on this course, he's got marked out for our lives is absolutely heaven. It is absolutely eternity. It is absolutely a life with Jesus, his son, absolutely a life with God. This path that we are on, this path that he's already pre-planned and predestined and marked out for us to run on is a path towards a life with him. So that is that is always the end game. That finish line, you get there, it says, well done. Now you enter the joy of my rest. And it doesn't stop there because he says, I'm making a new heaven and I'm making a new earth. And guess what? You're going to have a new body and we're going to live together perpetually when that time comes. But I want you to know you've got a race and it's been set. Now, we just got to talk about, hey, What am I set up for? Because you know what? Each of us individually have specific gifts, specific callings, specific purposes that we have got to discover. So that way we are on this, almost like the yellow brick road that Dorothy ran on. Hey, what's gonna lead me to Oz? I need to know, what's my path? I gotta get to this yellow brick road and it is lit up for you. It is a road and a path to the good life But I want you to know that this race has been set, y'all. It's been set. As a matter of fact, we've been set up. Now, verse 2 in that same scripture, Hebrews chapter 12, in the Amplified, it says looking away from all that will distract and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. The NIV also reads verse two, Hebrews chapter 12, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God, or rather at the right hand of the throne of God. So, you know, I said in the previous segment, hey, we've got this course, we know it's been set, but sometimes we're on a path that we're not really sure we should be on. What I love about this scripture, it says, you know what? In order to know where you're going, you're going to have to focus on one specific thing. It's like a runner, right? We're focused on the finish line. And so what this scripture is saying, listen, it's time to put your attention on Christ. What has he called you to be? Where has he called you to be? Who has he called you to be? And so when we begin to focus our entire lives on him, he begins to reveal those specifics for us. I can be good at a whole lot of things, but there's one thing that I've been literally placed on this planet for, and only he can show it to me. So he even said for himself, He had to do the same thing. Where was his focus? His focus was on God. He said, listen, he fixed himself. He had to focus so that way he would be able to endure everything that was coming his way because he knew the path he was on was a path that wasn't so pretty. But he put his focus on the finish line. He knew in the end, wait a minute, I get through this and I'm gonna be seated at the right hand of God. I get through the cross and the shame and the lies and the rejection and people just coming against me, the world literally coming against me. But I know in the end, wow, I'm gonna save many people alive. So many will be able to reap the benefits of my race. Who's going to reap the benefit of yours? Who are you running for? What are you running for? These are some private questions that you've got to answer because you know what? It's time out for wasting time. There's a joy that has been set before you. It's called your race. It's a great race and it has an intended destination, but you know what, we're wasting time if we're unwilling to discover that path. We're wasting our lives if we refuse to take off the weights that are keeping us from the path that's already been planned out before we even got here. And so I know that this is challenging Because I know a lot of us are doing a whole lot of things. And quite frankly, if we really think about it in the grand scheme of what heaven has for us, it's a whole lot of nothing. But I want to encourage you today that your race has already been set. And it's time for you and for anyone else who is willing to get on that path. (music) You know, it's funny this year I actually started off um, the new year with three words. Well, first, I was kind of challenged because my boss, he was asking me, you know, well, what are your New year's resolutions? I was like, you know, I typically don't do resolutions, but I am um, at the start of every uh, new year, our church, uh, does like a corporate fast and we fast for for 30 days um, no meats no sweets and you know during that time you know it's just a time to just kind of like push reset and really just you know hone in <laughs> dial down so you can dial up but you know during the fast it's funny you know typically at the end I would hear word like okay god this is what we're moving in on but this year was different. This year was, I mean, it was so hard. It seemed like I was, there was like resistance in me being able to see clearly what it is I wanted for the year. It was weird. Like I'm always good with goals. I'm always good with just putting things in the atmospheres to what I know I'm doing, you know, no problem. And, you know, really executing them, you know, even just, honestly, sometimes I think by default, many of the things that I do, I just really do from, I guess, my head. (laughs) I really need to start. I need to do a better job of writing things down. (laughs) But long story short, this year, at the start of this year, I was just like, I didn't really know what I wanted to focus on. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you, I ended up continuing the fast beyond Um, the time, 21 days, so it was 21 days, but I went into like, I think I went all the way to the end of February, but I'm telling you during that time, I was really pressing in and asking God, you know, God, what, what are you saying? And by the time I got out of it and it was like, I felt like God was releasing me like, okay, you're fine. You're done with the fast, but here's what I want to tell you. And all he gave me was three words. He said, focus, purpose and prepare. Focus, purpose, and prepare. And I'm telling you, I came out of that fast. And even till now, as I'm sharing this and just hindsight thinking back to that time, I believe God was setting me up for this very thing, this very place that I'm in with you. Never in my wildest dreams have I ever thought about starting a podcast. I'm telling you, that was that's not even in my agenda, like my brain capacity. <laughs> I can't even functionally. I didn't think about this. I knew it was the spirit of God pushing me along the path that's been set for me. Starting my YouTube channel it's the spirit of God pushing me along that set, marked out, charted out path. But I couldn't see it clearly until I began one, to focus, two think about my purpose, and then three, allow God to prepare me for it. And you know what? A lot of times we're already prepared. He's been preparing us, but once we begin to focus, that's when the purpose is being released. And we realize, wow, everything that I've needed has already been on the inside of me. The endurance that I need for the race, the perseverance, keeping my eyes on Christ, on the prize has always been in me. But sometimes the the view, you know, it's like when you, it's raining. Oh, you know, like sometimes when, you know, uh, condensation kind of happens on your windows and you're just like, oh my God, how do I get to see through all the fog in my windows? I can't even lie. Sometimes I still mess that up. Like I'd be like, why is this window still, you know, how you turn on all the, you turn the air on and you press all the buttons. I know y'all don't, don't talk about me, but I, I, I started driving pretty late in life. <laughs> my late twenties. Yes, I know. I know. I'm a New Yorker. Don't forget it. I'm a New Yorker. So we didn't have to have any cars. We just rode the train, (laughs) but, um, my husband always laughs at me about that. But you know, when that happens, it's just like, it's foggy. You can't see nothing. It's just like, yo, you can't go anywhere in a car like that. You know what I'm saying? Like your whole front view is completely compromised. You cannot see But once you begin to see, oh my God, when you start to see the little bit of fog being released as that air pushes through on it, I'm telling you, oh my God, I feel like this is happening as you all are listening to this podcast, that whatever has been clouding or blocking your view, I'm telling you all that obstruction, All those distractions are beginning to be removed so you can see clearly the path that is ahead of you. The race is set, y'all. It's time to get on it. All right, y'all, I'm hoping as always, something is stirring on the inside of you and that something being the voice of God to you in the earth, specifically you. I want you to be so empowered by his presence, so inspired by his voice, that it causes you to move and to shift and to change your direction and location and whatever it takes to get you to where you belong. Listen, I want you to know you're not alone. The race has been set, but trust me and believe me, you are not running alone. So be encouraged. I want you to answer some of the questions that I asked earlier in the podcast and honestly go over my previous ones. So that way it can build a picture and a framework for where you're heading. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of New Season. I look forward to seeing you on the next broadcast. In the meantime, I want to encourage you. God is always speaking. We just have to be willing to hear.